All right, welcome everyone to the show of shows, the show that you've missed for the past two weeks. Welcome to November November 14th version of the Henry O Podcast Show, sponsored by Podbean.com for all your podcasting needs. Now be sure you subscribe and follow my dear old show, me, myself, at Podbean.com under WalkerAC76. Find me on YouTube at WalkerAC. I'm too bored and I'm too tired, too lazy to pick out an opening song, so we're going to get going. <laughs> Now, today's topic for today, once again, we'll keep everything positive as always. There is a young man, I call him young because I'm old, that I have known for over five years, and he has been in my place of work. I've noticed him when I first started, and at first when I saw him, he was doing my job without my shirt, and I thought he was crazy. I thought he was one of those people that I had to call the authorities on, and Till I recognized he was just one of us, and to leave him be, as long as we give him coffee, he's good. Because I was terrified, because he's a tall guy, I'm a, I'm a skinny guy, and uh, he could have hurt me in many ways. And I met his son, who could eat me, and after a while I noticed they were good people. And they've been with my company for as long as, long as I can remember, even before me. And so... I found him very intriguing along with his family. They're a great group of people. So I will introduce to you, uh, this is Ray Sr. I don't want to say senior, but this is Ray Sr. Ray Dad. Yeah, Ray Dad. And his uh, Ray son. Yellow. And so I'm bringing him on the show today because once again, I keep everything positive. I tell great stories about great people. And I've always wanted to talk to you for the longest time, you know, because not to sound, you know, schmaltzy or anything, you know, but I see you as a father figure. And that's always I've seen you as, you know, I've seen you walk around, you know, the store and entertain people left and right, you know, you know, with your quick wit and your comedy. And I've seen Ray Jr. annoy everybody and their grandmother. Damn straight. And uh, flirt with anything and everything except for me. Hey! Because I'm jealous. So, <laughs> so we're going to start with, uh, you know, the Ray Sr., Tell me about you. Please tell me about you. Scoot in a little bit. <laughs> well, I'm a dad first and foremost, no matter what. Nothing else is important for me other than my kids. And that's it. You know, I live for my kids. Everyone knows it. I was the sap at, uh, at Lewis. Can I mention a school Absolutely. Name? At Lewis Carroll. Parents knew me. They says, oh, yeah, you're the one that's always around. <laughs> and I says, yes. You know, and I, wouldn't, I didn't care. You know, I'm the one bringing up my kids, not them. You know, right. so... That wasn't an issue. And I what? thought I had a lot with in uh, common with Adrian because Adrian is the same way. He's a sap for his kid, man. And so he should be. So I think that's awesome. Yeah, see, I love something like that. Now, I know you don't want to talk about yourself too much. So we'll kind of just, we'll skip it on down to the road. <laughs> now, what made you go into this place of business and what made you fall in love with this place of business, you know, that I work at and, you know, want to do the things you do? Well, the funny thing is, I didn't start there. My father is the one that helped us to find the house on North Merritt Island, and he introduced me to Circle K. So that's where I was going. And when Circle K transferred, the little old lady that was the manager, which she was as sweet and as nice as can be, I says, oh my gosh. And this young lady came in, nice to look at, but she was just, I don't know, just let's just say I, I, I didn't feel comfortable. So I don't know how or why I walked into racetrack. And the people were always so nice. The managers were insane. And I just felt at home. I, and I kept going almost every day to buy my coffee. 
And that was it. Did one thing led to another? It's been like 14, 14 years now. 14, 15, whatever. No, it's been like 16, 17. Yeah. It's been like 2002. Yeah, because you moved in in 2001. Yeah. May of 2001. 16. So give or take two years for argument, say two, three. Well, yeah, two, three, and here we are in 18. So, <laughs> so 15 wow. years. Now, see, I started in 2013. And my, my interaction with you in the very beginning, like I joked about, it was it was different because I've never seen anything like you before. You know, I mean, I schmuck, nice a schmuck that can't stay still and starts <laughs> to put his fingers in everywhere. <laughs> it was it was really a little funny little anecdote. Is I was never told about you when I first got started and I got transferred to that location. Nobody told me about you. You know, and when you would come behind the barista and get coffee, oh, or oh no. you would say, "Hey, get me two of these or five of these," and I would look at you really weird, and then, you know, the manager, the other associates would go, he's fine. I'm like, okay. And then once again, as, as time went on, the more I talked to you, you know, you know, you know the more I grew to, to accept the fact that you're just part of us, part of the family. You know, and when you first started doing that, I mean, did you get the same reaction as I gave you, or? Oh, no. There was one time, this one young lady, and she became so sweet and so nice. She was living with her boyfriend, super nice girl. She moved to Texas, but when I first was introduced to her, she would watch me do these things, and she would grab things from my hands and say, no, that's my job. No, that's my job. And I would look at her and just smile and say, you know what, Ray? That's true. It is her job. Leave her the heck alone. Let her do. And then little by little, she saw me more and more, and she says, oh. And then we became friends. We would talk. I mean, it was, I met her daughter. I never met her boyfriend, and it was just the weirdest thing. But at the very beginning... Like your reaction, but she was more aggressive because she was getting paid to do what I was doing. So I was just some weirdo walking into the store. So yeah, that that was very interesting. She's about one of the one of the most interesting ones. There have been other people too that were very hesitant because nobody said anything. And it's and they're right. They're a hundred percent right. Who the freak am I to do X, Y, and Z? Right. Sorry, it was hilarious. No, it's, it's okay, because like I said, I mean, before, you know, and now when I've been with the company for over five years, and I see new people come into my store all the time, you know, the first thing I tell them is, you're going to meet Ray. <laughs> Ray's going to come in with his coffee, and he's going to get coffee. Don't bother him. Let him get his coffee. Let him do everything. He's big and ornery at times. Yeah, exactly. Let him do everything with his coffee. Leave him be. Oh, that is so sick. Now, he's going to walk around the store talking to people. He's going to fix the store up. He's going to wipe down the counters. He won't touch food, but he'll do everything else. Just leave him be. If he needs help, he will ask for help. Get him his creamer. Get him his sugar. Get him his paper towels. Other than that, don't harass him. And people would, thought, people would think I was joking. Until... You walk in, I'm like, that's Ray. <laughs> and then I hear, I need three creams, five sugars. And I'm like, okay, sure, no problem. Get him that for me, please. And they're like, who is that guy? I'm like, don't worry. He's, you know, he's Ray Check Corporate. It's fine. <laughs> you know? And, uh, you know, we, we never, we, we've never had an, an, an odd interaction as far as I know. No. You know? Um, Not at all. Have you had any other, you know, any, any other odd interactions, you know, with, with, uh, with employees no with a guest <laughs> I think you I know, know you know about that yes. uh, if you want me to inter- uh, you know by, by all means I see okay now we're add here. to that I will <laughs> no, needless to say I don't even know the person's name and yeah. I don't but yeah, so. that was that was it wasn't violent but it was very odd 
Yeah, so we're going to set this up here once again, my little snowflakes. Um, <laughs> little snowflakes. <laughs> I call my, my, you know, my fans my snowflakes. So then you can't criticize me for calling my kids munchkins. Especially when they see the big one that's six foot five. <laughs> this, one was, this man's definitely got a problem that boy. <laughs> Because remember, all my snowflakes are all different. Because each snowflake is never the same. Oh, uh, but, but to set it up a little bit, uh, very rarely we have issues, you know, when it comes to, to guest interaction with Ray, because he's such a nice guy. He's such a pleasant fellow. You know, I mean, I, I'd, never, I'd never received any weird vibe from you, and neither have the guests. But on occasion, because this is a show, my phone is going to ring, uh, <laughs> we, had, we had a guest complaint. And as I turned off my phone, because this is a live show, I will hand it over to you, and I will let you tell the story. Oh, yeah. well, it was it was it was sad also because this gentleman comes into the store. He's wearing sunglasses, and he's got this cup in his hand, a, a racetrack cup in his hand, and he's walking around almost aimlessly. It was the weirdest thing; like he was in a trance, and he's just looking and walking around. And I said to him, "Sir, oh, you know, can I help you out?" And he looks at me. He doesn't say a word. And he just looks at me and I says, no, it's okay. I, you know, I don't work here, but I, you know, I've been here for X amount of years. I just, you know, if you need any help. All of a sudden, he goes up to the counter and he says, this is, he even used the word creepy. This was creepy that this man had asked me, why is he, why is he asking me that? I'm a businessman and this is very unorthodox. And he went on and on. And that's all I did. I asked the gentleman if I could help him out. And he was just walking around. I don't know, maybe he was having a bad day and he was just, like in a trance, but one thing led to the other, and he actually compl- complained to the manager, and then later on to corporate. And I was stunned. Yes, he actually called corporate on you. Uh, he's saying because the allegation was, and we're allegedly, the allegation allegedly. was, oh gosh, that uh, be illegal now. <laughs> um, that uh, you made his wife and his child uncomfortable. You know, when you approached them, trying to help them out, you made them feel uncomfortable. So he called and filed the complaint. Along with, he saw you wiping down the counters because uh, he was not too sure if you were trained to yeah. wipe down a counter, which everybody and their grandmother does. And uh, if you were trained to handle certain things you know, without gloves or whatnot, and he, and he called it uh, unsafe and, and he called it unsanitary. unsanitary. And he filed a complaint against you and our district manager, Patrick, had to get in contact with me and I had to confront you and say, don't wipe down things anymore. You know, which was, which was so weird. But fast forward weeks later, you know, we're back to the same old, same old. Because that guy hasn't been around since. He came into the store like two, three weeks ago or something. But you didn't say anything and I didn't hear anything from anybody. But I wasn't really doing anything anyway, you know. Yeah. But he did come into the store. But again, and again, almost the same reaction. He just walks in. He's very solemn. I feel bad for the guy. Despite everything he said and done... I really do feel bad for him because I like something is up with him, you know, like mm-hmm. he has a rough life or something. So I feel bad. I don't, not an animosity type of deal, but it's 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 still it bothered me because I had to pull back as, with some of the things that I was doing, which wasn't out of any malice. It was just to help you guys out. Sometimes you guys look like you're drowning because you're you're super busy. The yeah. store in the morning is is insane, and with only two people, it's doubly insane. It's yeah. impossible. And that's just something we're used to. I mean, we're just used to it. Yeah. You go, you go to to any store of, of that nature, and you're gonna find that you just get swamped. Yeah. You know, and you know, and for, for someone to really take the initiative that doesn't even work with us, that really 
could really care less about what we do. You know, the fact that you, you the fact you come in almost every day and you help us out, you know, like, you know, I mean, you know, something I really respect, I really admire that. You know, for someone to come in and complain that a good Samaritan is really, you know, helping us out really doesn't make any sense to me. You know, I, I never understood it. I never, never figured it out and whatnot. But uh, that, that's one of the main things I want to bring you on the show is to really talk to you and get to know you because we know of each other mm. and all the weird stories we swap back and forth and the other tales I can't really say on the show and, uh, <laughs> and how entertaining it is. But what I'm going to do is I'm actually focus my attention to the younger Ray. Yay. Oh, boy. <laughs> now we're in trouble. Yeah, and and, and I'll, I'm going to ask him, you know, what brought you in to the store? What, what keeps you coming back, you know? Well, let's see. Starting off with the fact that we've been going there since we were kids. When we moved here to the island back in 2001, my brother and I were... Almost five years old. We were completing five, like, the upcoming month. My sister was three. And we never really went to any of the gas stations with him. Because for the most part, we were either going to school or just home. That was basically our routine. And over the years, we noticed that he would go to racetrack. He would take us with. We would go inside. We'd pester him for a Slurpee. Or eventually down the road, I'd ask for, like, a sip of his coffee, which is what I'm drinking right now. And... We just kept on going and going and going and going. And it just became like the gas station we went to. And then once I got my license and I purchased my, my old Explorer that I had, mm-hmm. I, I had to figure out where I wanted to go. I'm like, just stick with what I'm used to. So I just started dragging myself to racetrack on my own and kind of like became familiar with all the people there, all the management, the people who've come and gone, similar to what my father does, except for the fact that instead of helping do everything, I harass the employees the entire time I'm there. Right. And I distract them. <laughs> we, we won't say names on this show. We'll just say employees. Yes. <laughs> so, so having said that, because once again, <clears throat> you know, I've only known of you guys for five years. You know, whereas you've been coming here forever. Um, tell me, what is one of your best experiences, you know, with, with said place and your, one of your worst experiences in said place? And <laughs> hmm. I'll let Young answer first. Because uh, for those of you who can't see in a podcast, because this is a show you listen to, um, the, the elder Ray is uh, waving his hand feverishly because he has a story to tell. But we're going to wait, and uh, we're going to have a, a young Ray tell his tale. All right. <laughs> I think it's more of like, it, well, it's, I'm going to make you like two short little stories. First one was back in the day when they had the barista stand. Mm-hmm. Um, a long, long, long time ago, it used to be that they just had this big old back wall. And it was like sodas and crackers and things of that nature. There was no entrance or door or anything along those lines. And then they demoed the entire wall and they put this barista in where they make smoothies, coffees, things of that nature. And my dad adored it Mm. because he loved his iced coffees. And that would be like one of our things. So I remember one time I walked in and this was actually with my mother. And her and I were hanging out that day and I'm like, I want an iced coffee. And I think, I don't remember whether it was Courtney or which one of the girls it was who was working that day. And I said, I want an iced coffee with like this much sugar and all this other stuff. And they made it exactly the way I wanted it. I had it to myself because it was always the same exact thing. My dad would order his large iced coffee and he'd grab three little cups and he'd split it between the three little cups and give it to one to each kid. And that was always the way it went. 
Because, I mean, it's coffee. You can't be giving your kids an entire large cup right. of coffee and have them bouncing off the walls, which we already did without the caffeine. So he'd split it into three little cups, and we'd drink it. So I thought it was really neat and really special that I got my own giant cup of coffee to myself. So I think that was probably like one of the fonder memories. And then there was the one where the one time I got really worried about racetrack. Um, way, way back when it was my freshman year of high school, um, it was right at the end of the day, and we heard everybody at the high school heard this loud bang. And it sounded like a shuttle would come back, and ex- but except when the shuttles would come, you'd hear two bangs, bang, bang, mm-hmm. almost in straight concession. But all we heard was one loud one. And it turned out a gas tanker had gone over the side of the 528 bridge and blown up. But all we heard was something near the barge blew up. And oh. for a frantic second, I saw racetrack fleeting. And, like, the entire thing up in flames. I had no idea who... I think Courtney was working there at the time. And I'm like, oh, God, like, Courtney's got to be hurt or something along those lines. And I got worried about everybody there. Right. So that's probably the one time I got, like, really concerned and freaked out about the racetrack populace. (laughs) So I will gladly turn my attention (laughs) over to the older ring. And I would say, give me your... me older? How dare you? I said, elder. Elder, (laughs) did you Also, give me your best story and your worst story. No, no, worst. Well, worst is that. Well, that that that, that, that would have been the worst. You know, that was the saddest uh, situation. Uh, but the funniest, and again, always gravitate towards my kids, is the same thing with the barista. The the ladies that made the coffee. There was two in particular. One was an older lady, and the other one was a younger girl that was transferred later on to Orlando. Mm-hmm. Super sweet. She looked like a model. She was tall, thin as all get out. The sweetest girl, though. Did they ever spoil my kids? <laughs> oh, my gosh. They spoiled them silly. They would make the picture for me, and then all the added would go into three cups. And one time, the older lady was there, and I asked her, would you mind giving me a cup this size for my kids? And then we'll divvy it up. This lady, you, you guys used to supply um, the customers with Giardelli. I think I'm pronouncing it right. The Giardelli brand chocolate syrup caramel. This lady took that, um, it was like a squeeze bottle, I think mm-hmm. it was, or a punch, or anyway. And she loaded the drink up with caramel. Oh, my, my kids were ballistic. Each of them got a cup of their own. And they were the happiest. So every time this little old lady was a barista, my kids would get this monstrous cup of iced coffee with a ton of caramel. And you can even feel the caramel at the bottom and go like this and lift the spoon up and it would just drip. (laughs) That to me, I'll never forget. I still miss, to this day, I miss the barista so much. That was brutal when they told us they were getting rid of it. And they used to cheat and go back there and still make us coffee because everything was basically gone. They had taken almost everything out, but they still had the Giardelli syrups and such, yeah. and they would still go back there and make us coffee. And they wouldn't even charge us because they couldn't charge us. It was technically gone. Oh, I'll never forget that. That's by far the fondest, and when the kids are small. I see, I do have a fond memory of actually both of you gentlemen. Oh, uh-oh. And I'll start with you. Oh, no. With you first. How much trouble are we Oh, in? no, no, not bad. <laughs> wasn't that bad. Oh, for me, it's Hell, if you worse. <laughs> Is the police coming to my apartment tonight? Oh, <laughs> uh, when the show's over. No, uh, no. one good story I remember when, um, when I was first uh, working there, and we had the coffee urns behind the barista, you know, before the new coffee machines came through. 
And, and you know, um, I would see you out of the corner of my eye, you know, walk behind the barista and get your, uh, you know, get get your new batch of dark roast. Because when it first comes out, that's the best. And I remember that because you always say that. So I'm like, I would have no issue with that. Then we were really busy, really slammed. I'm running around the sales floor doing my thing. And I see another gentleman go behind the counter and get hazelnut coffee. And I'm like, excuse me, sir, you can't do that. You know, we'll get it for you. Well, no, that he, he did it. I'm like, well, he's one of us. You can't go back here. And he got so angry. I never forget. He got so angry. And uh, he's one of the, the normal guests that comes in all the time. And he and I had an exchange because he kept on saying, well, why? Well, he can do it. Well, why can't I? I'm like, sir, I don't go to your job and flip the burgers for you. Just get, just get out of here. You know? And I looked at you. I'm like, oh, God. Whoops. That, yeah, I shouldn't have said that. And so I'm like, okay, I have to be fair. I can't have him go back there. And no, I have, have to be fair. But, you know, every every so often, I will get the, who is that guy? Is, is he corporate? Yeah. Yeah, he's corporate. He just walks around and stirs his coffee and picks up the store and, you know, talks to people and helps people out. Are you sure he's corporate? He absolutely Go up to him and say hi. His name is Ray. Nicest guy in the world, but he's our boss. And I have I have fooled 90% of the people that come into the store. They ask about you. Hey, um, is, is he here? I'm like, no. No, no, no he, he, he's off today. It, it, it's fine. Oh, you know, for corporate, he's the nicest guy. He is so pleasant. I'm like, yes, he is. I mean, he treats us well. That's why we're so happy here at Racetrack. You know, you know, so now I start to incorporate his kids, you know, your kids, you know, when, when Ray Jr. comes in with his mug at the time and he'd get his soda and everything and people would look at me and go, why, why don't you charge him? Oh, that's the son of the corporate boss. I would never do anything like that. I love my job, you know, or Ray will come in, you Adrian, I'm like, hey, how's it going? You know that guy? Corporate son. And he'd get his drink, talk for a few minutes, and leave. Not say a word. You know, you know, like follow, you know, follow the employees around and talk to them. And guests will look at me weird. And I go, hey, corporate son. He's, he, he's fine. He's just checking on us, making sure we're doing okay. And, you know, and, and, and that's, that's why it's kept on going. You know, and also, on the other end of the spectrum, you know, there was a story. And mind you, I've never seen you angry. Never seen you angry. Because just like me, you know, you never seen me angry. Yeah. Never. You know, um, unfortunately, there was a tragic event that happened, you know, in your life. And um, we have this um, guest, I'm using that term loosely, um, he would come in and we called him Red Cup. Uh, Once again, the origins of said Red Cup was this fellow. Well, here, tell you what, the views on this show are not mine or the views of the Henry O Podcast show. So I will, I will hush, and I will let Ray tell the story. Oh, you want me to tell the story of the red cup in that day? Oh, no. Yes. Now, oh. granted, granted, you don't have to get too deep into it. We'll just oh, say. Oh, I won't get too deep into it, but I'll, I'll get, I'll get deep enough into it. And actually, ironically enough, I had an experience with red cup last night. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll go back story. to that. We'll. Um, a little background, red cup. I've unfortunately known red cup for years. Now we have to explain to the audience who red cup is. And what significance he has in this story? Red Cup is this old, older gentleman who's an absolute creep, talks way too much, 
um, thinks very, very highly of himself and thinks he's friends or friends with everyone and has control in almost any situation. And unfortunately lives in my apartment complex now. And it was the, um, I'll put it shortly, it was the day my mother passed away. And I needed to get out of the house. I needed somewhere I could go smoke. And I didn't want to just sit there and sit outside my apartment and chain smoke Marlboro Reds the entire time I was there. So I went down the racetrack. I'm charging my phone. And he had known that I didn't like him. Red Cup knew very well I was not. I was very distasteful of him. And I, I was never vulgar towards him. I never insulted him or anything or made any form to try to have a conversation with him. I just made him know that I, don't, I didn't care to have a conversation with him. I always kept things short and blank. Well, on this particular day, I was destroyed. I was ruined. And I was very upset. Adrian was doing a very well, good job of consulting me, consoling me, and was trying to keep my, just keep me up and while I was there hanging out. And here comes Red Cup. And he sees me standing there on my phone. He, he must have noticed I was there for more than two minutes because that's about as long as it takes for him to approach anybody. And he's like, what's up? He just starts talking to me. I'm like, like right now, right now is not the time to talk. I'm like, I told him, like, I'm like, I'm not in the mood to speak. I'm like, please leave me be. And I'm agitated. I'm, I'm more upset than I am anything, but I'm now starting to get a little bit irritated. He's like, well, he's like, he's like, that's kind of rude to just tell, not even reply to somebody. And now he's pushing my buttons. He's just like trying to like elicit an emotional response out of me. And live show, phone ringing. <laughs> please continue. And I remember he just kept on talking and talking. I just kept on telling the same monotone tone. Like, I've had a very horrible day. I'm like, I don't feel like talking. Like, I don't want to vent about it the whole nine yards. And my father knows this very well. I, I unfortunately in the past, I've been known, but like, not like a violent person, but I'm, I'm very quick to talk back. I don't take criticism as well as I should, especially when it comes to people that's close to me. When it comes to like working things, I always keep my mouth shut and I do what I need to do. But when it comes to like family or really close friends, if I've got something to say, I always say it, which is a huge problem. And I finally reached my, bo- my boiling point. And I turned to him and I explained to him, like, my, I just lost my mother today. Like, it is her birthday. Like, like, and you're sitting here like harassing me. Even though I've told you to leave me alone multiple times, I'm like, like now I'm going to tell you one more thing. Like, like unless you want to taste your foot, like, I highly suggest you leave me alone. And he looks at me, and he goes to say something else. And I think Adrian might have actually walked yeah. in on this and told him to leave me be. Yes. Yes. I saw the look on your face, and I'm like, I'm like you need to leave him alone. And he made some face and walked away. Because, yeah, I think I saved your son from going to jail because he would have murdered Oh, him. I was. I would <laughs> say I was, like, mad was an understatement. I mean, I was so upset from the events that occurred that day and so, like, borderline on every aspect that him just pushing me and pushing me and pushing me, even with all the self-control I had in this world, I was about to lose it. And plus, I didn't feel like cleaning up the store anymore. Oh, yeah. You know, from the bodily fluids. Fine. But, uh, wait, I digress from that. <laughs> yeah, the corporate guy's son just beat the shit out of that guy. Yeah, see, of course, they heavily frowned upon. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> But, 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 you know, but to bring it back to, to, to a lighter note in the story, um, yeah, and, and of course it goes back to, you know, out of all the places I, I've, I've worked and of all the places and all the people I've seen, you know, you know your, your family, you know, your siblings have been most, most entertaining, your most enlightening you know, people of my day. 
you know, no matter how much of a day I'm having, you know, either Ray Senior or Ray Junior or your other brother walks in, or the very rare appearance of your sister, you know, your sister and your daughter walks in, you know, you know, you know, you know, your your family's always very happy, very jovial, you know, you know, you know, like a very relaxed, you know, group of people that you know I thoroughly enjoy, just no matter what. You know, plus the fact, you know, that you guys, you know, gave me the honor and the respect to really listen to my show and download my show and actually give me feedback. You know, that's definitely something I really, really like, you know, versus other people will listen to my show and they'll put them to sleep and everything or just, you know, bore them or something like that. You know, uh, my audience member is uh, giving me the finger off, uh, you know, you know, off screen. But... Uh, <laughs> Let's see, one day we'll do a live video and, and you guys will see, you know, the reactions I get of things I say. Uh, but, you know, I mean this from the bottom of my heart because, once again, it's very positive. I like to keep everything very light, very funny. You know, you know, you guys are like my work family. You know, because I know if I have a day or a morning, I know I can go into work. You know, and I can overcome anything, you know, by seeing you guys walk in. You know, just a simple, yo, Adrian, or you're a simple senior, you know, you walk in the door, you know, that, that definitely brightens up my day, you know. And I really hate to disappoint, you know, but, you know, the people that I, you know, you know that I really admire and I really like. So, of course, Ray Senior, I told you I had a surprise for you, but it hasn't arrived yet, unfortunately. I, uh, okay, okay, a little backstory, my snowflakes, a little backstory. <laughs> Me and Ray Senior are two old guys, and um, we share a certain love for music. And we had a music exchange one day, and he was nice enough to lend me some music. And uh, as he laughs at me off screen as I tell this story, he gave me a CD, one of his favorite CDs to listen to, and I put it in a bag after I listened to it, and I brought it back the next day and said bag, and someone threw said bag away, had amazing CD inside, and I felt really bad, and Ray Senior's been harboring this ill will towards me ever since I lost said CD, and uh, he won't really tell me how he felt, but I can see it in his eyes, and he laughs at me feverishly. So I ordered said CD, which will be here very shortly, because I felt really, really, did I mention really, really bad about it? Because uh, I hate it when, you know, when I lend something to someone of value to me and it's gone. And all they can say is, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so I will look at you because once again, you guys can't see any of this. I'll look at you and I'll say, I'm terribly, terribly sorry. You entrusted me with something so personal to you. And, and, I, and I, was so care- I was so careless with said property. And, and it's going to be here in the mail very shortly. And. Yeah, you'll have your CD back, and hopefully you'll forgive me in the deepest, darkest <laughs> points of your mind and not want to kill me. And uh, so what I will do, the last portion of the show, I will give each of you the floor to say whatever you feel, whatever you wish, because you've given me the honor of inviting you to the Henry O Podcast Studios in my condo. And uh, so give me the opportunity to say whatever you wish. Now... I will say, Ray Senior, the floor is all yours. We will all stare at you intently, <laughs> waiting for you to say something profound. Oh, Keep in mind I that millions and of millions luck. of listeners are going to download this show and wait oh, for your man. words of wisdom. No pressure whatsoever. Just tell us how you feel. They will Un- all plop at the same time. 
We're all waiting oh with bated breath to see what you no, have to say to us. No more or less than thank you for allowing us to come to your home. Thank you for giving us your time. The beautiful words, the kind words, making me laugh, making me tear. I mean, give me a break. I haven't even had dinner. I'm surprised I'm not on the ground. So I thank you. And I will continue to harass your customers and get dirty looks even. I don't care. I have a good time. I'm hoping other customers have a good time too. And I hope to God that, you know, wherever you do go, if you ever go anywhere, that we will always be in contact. I Absolutely. pray that that's always the case. Absolutely. And God Absolutely. bless your son too. I met him. I love his dreadlocks. I'm <laughs> chomping at the bit to listen to his music. I had to I had to say that. Okay, very good. And Thank you. you. And of course, this is a part before I get to, to Ray Jr. here. I am going to throw Ray Sr. under the bus here a little bit. Oh, no. Because originally, when I came to him with the idea of the show, he was extremely nervous. And because, you know, you know, you know he thought we were going to ask him about his life and dip into... To his life and everything and his first response was i'm boring no 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 you're far from boring and you know this is why i brought you up because you have stories just like i have stories so i figure you'd be a great addition you know to the world to get to know who you are you know and to come into racetrack i'm saying the word to come into racetrack <laughs> and actually see you and, and and experience you know like what this man is all about so now, and once again, I thank you for that. And see, nobody sees me shaking his hand. So I say thank you for that. And I will turn over to Ray Jr. here. And once again, this will be the fun part. I'm going to just sit back. I'm not going to have a sensor Take button. a deep breath. Yeah, take a deep breath. Listen to what I have to say. Oh, God. Um, I feel like I should, like, liberate my, set, my um, First Amendment right and just go ham and make a bunch of random comments, but I really, for once in my life, I'm like at a loss of what to say. I'm doing what my dad was expected to do the entire time we were here. Um, I'll continue to keep coming to harass you, and unlike my father who harasses customers, I harass the employees. Um, I'll continue to harass them and do what I always do, and swing by and wander around as people pull trash out doing outside trash or lots sweeping. Unfortunately, the days of going the cooler are over because those were always fun days. Um, and coming, grabbing coffee two, three times of the day, whether it be always seeing Adrian there because apparently he lives there. I have a cot in the back. Okay. No, that's mine. Um, he sleeps on the couch at my, cot in the, my cottage in the back. It's a, like a little marsh. There's a hole in the fence. That's where I go. He hugs me gently sometimes when he does. <laughs> very, very gently. Yeah, very gently. But first you say no homo. I feel you judging me. Go ahead, yes. finish. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we'll always be coming there whether or not we're in this area or say I go to college or if I move away, I'll come back and harass you and you'll hear me scream, Yo, Adrian! The second I walk in the store, your eyes will glint up and I'm like, <laughs> That's all I ask for. Yes. Screaming, Yo, Adrian, like I've watched Rocky a million times like my father. Uh, I'm, I'm used to it. I'm definitely used to it. You know, and, and with that, folks, you know, we do thank you once again for taking the time, you know, taking time out of your busy lives to download this little bitty podcast that could, you know, the show that you never thought you wanted to hear, but you are. Uh, we thank you once again for listening to the Henry Podcast Show. And we'll be back next week. Now, my other show that's hosted by other people, I don't want to even talk about them, uh, Slacking Majestically. Actually, may have Ray Jr. on there because he's a uh, part of our ilk. So, uh, 
And wait till you hear him uncensored and unscripted. Oh, yes. This is where his father cannot listen to the show. We will have a big warning on there because there'll be some colorful things on there. And, uh, yeah. Well-versed vocabulary. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Like my mother always said, the humor is in a dick and fart jokes. And uh, she was a fellow Christian. So, uh, thank you once again. No outro music because because we here, we don't need music to take us off the air. Because we're and good copyright. people. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we had copyright. We're good people. And, and once again, good people. You know, we don't need the music. So, I thank you very much. And I'll see you guys next week.